CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. Second down and six for the Patriots from the 15. Lewis to the right of Brady in the backfield for the quarterback from the right hash. As he waits on the snap, Dom takes it, backs up, looks to the left with a buff, now looks it back right, flips it to Lewis, makes the catch, baby. Girl to the inside of the five. Lewis diving to the end zone! Touchdown, Lewis! Patriotas! Here's Breeze, well protected, gonna throw, and it's bobbled, but then caught by Kamara, and he goes into the end zone! He bobbled it, and then caught it, and he does a Florida leap. He's the special man, let him have it. Black to under center, two tight ends to the left. Give us a Collins running to the left. He'll sweep to the left, and he is in for the touchdown. Alex Collins with the touchdown. Camille drop back to throw. Fitzpatrick looking for the ball toward the end zone. Caught ball, touchdown, Tampa Bay. Deshaun Jackson. Mariota steps up, pumps, runs to the five, dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Titans! Mariota selling her out, getting her in. Here are your hosts. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg. And we are coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Welcome, everybody. It's time for week 12 of your fantasy season. It's crunch time. Big games for you fantasy owners. You need to make the right lineup decisions, and we are here to help. This is Ion Fantasy Football. We're live until midnight Eastern, taking your phone calls at 855 212 Four two two seven. I'm Adam Azer here with Jamie Eisenberg. What's up, Jamie? What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm feeling it. We already got a full board. How about that? Full board of calls. I, I would expect nothing less. We have a week until, uh, well, two weeks until the fantasy playoffs start. So this is crunch time for a lot of uh, a lot of us in, in a lot of leagues. And, you know, hopefully everybody is pushing towards those playoff bursts or solidifying their spots in the playoffs. You know what I think is going to happen this week? What is going to happen this week? Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw four touchdowns again. Uh, I would not be surprised, even without Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, bad Juju already to start the week on the Bonanza. I already injured I mean, someone. <laughs> you know what it was, is that you didn't think through the Bonanza. Right, right. You picked one off the cuff, and because of that, I believe your streak may come to an end. Not because of the Steelers, but because you may not get any of the Packers to step up. I am hoping. I think Devontae Adams steps up, and we'll talk about a lot of players tonight. A lot of players, a lot of questions, a lot of injuries to update you on, including... Greg Olson, who is going to play this week, might not get his typical allotment of snaps. So we'll go through some of the, the big news now, tell you the impact it has for you. You know, uh, Devontae Freeman out this week. Devontae Booker expected to get more work. He's got a really good matchup. And then we'll get to your phone calls in just a bit. Again, the number 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. So, yeah, Jamie, let's talk about Greg Olson. And how excited are you to start him this week? Not very. Uh, we have a, a pretty lengthy track record of guys when they come off of injuries that they take a game to get their feet under them, to get their snaps up to the usual amount, um, and, and typically to perform at the level that we're used to seeing. So like, just to give you an example, I expect Danny Woodhead to have a very good game this week as opposed to what he did last week when he, he was okay. You know, he just wasn't, he wasn't great. Um, but he plays at a position that we know it's one play can be all he needs to finish as a top 12 option or finish close to what, you know, the top tier guys are. Now, I don't think he'll catch, which I hope he does, but I don't think he'll catch Kyle Rudolph or Hunter Henry. Oh, you're talking about Olsen, not Woodhead. Woodhead. Um, okay. Yes. Greg we went Olsen. back. We went back to Olsen. Yes. I'm sorry. I was just giving you an example. <laughs> um, I, I think with, with the position, like, you know, I, I got a question today um, that somebody, I, I guess, going into the week had to make a roster decision and drop Delaney Walker to hold on to Greg Olsen. Or, or drop Delaney Walker to pick up somebody else thinking that Greg Olson would be their guy. Like, I, I wouldn't do that type of move. 
You right. know, like if you, if you've been riding Greg, um, Jack Doyle or Jared Cook, for example, or uh, another guy I like better than Greg Olson this week is Tyler Croft. I would play all those guys over Greg Olson this week. Okay, but if you have to drop one of them to get Greg Olson for the stretch run, that might be a different story. It could depend on your record. That 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 is a different question, but you know, I I would try and see if you could hold on to both for yeah. this week. Okay, yeah. Well, if you're got one loss or something, then. Then you can be a little bit more liberal with your lineups than your rosters. But, all right, Juju Smith-Schuster, he had a really good matchup. The Packers are terrible against wide receivers, often multiple wide receivers. He's out with a hamstring injury. Martavis Bryant, someone picked up in a couple of leagues yesterday. Have you picked up Martavis Bryant? Do you want to pick up Martavis Bryant? Yeah, I I think, you know, if you're in a situation, I don't know what the long-term scenario is because I hope that Smith-Schuster's back next week. But the schedule is great for Pittsburgh. We've been telling you that for weeks, and this is a great matchup for him. And so if you need someone to help you win now, and there's there's a few guys that fall in this category uh, because it sounds like Richard Matthews is going to be out too. So if you need somebody to help you win this week, I think Corey Davis has long-term appeal, but Mike Wallace, very good matchup this week, good situation. Kenny Stills, great matchup, great situation for him this week. And Martavis Bryant. And I think with, the, with Bryant, if there's some long-term appeal, you're going to want to have that on your roster. But if you need somebody to help you win this week, like – I would start Martavis Bryant over Larry Fitzgerald, for example. I know Jalen Ramsey's out, but I don't think that really matters. Uh, I think Fitzgerald's going to have a tough game. Not that you're dropping Fitzgerald to pick up Bryant, but if you need someone for this week. Like I dropped Elijah McGuire, who may have a big role if Matt Forte's out for you know, a few weeks. I dropped Elijah McGuire. That's an easy decision to make, to, to pick for up who? Martavis which, Bryant. For which one? For Bryant? For, for Bryant, yeah. And who's your favorite of those three? Martavis Bryant, Corey Davis, Kenny Stills. I think Stills, just because of what we've seen with Matt Moore. Uh, six games um, going back to last year. I think he has six touchdowns over that span that he's, he's appeared in. So mm-hmm. um, he scored against New England in two straight. So there's just a lot to like about him. Okay. Some more news for you. Devontae Freeman out this week. Tevin Coleman is a top 10 running back. He's been getting 20 carries without Devontae Freeman in there. So we like him. Devontae Booker going to get more work this week. The Raiders have allowed a running back to score double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. That's a really good game. Eight games in a row. They stink. And they fire their defensive coordinator. So that's even more proof that they stink on defense. So Devontae Booker, is he a start this week? Um, it depends on what your team looks like. I, I don't know if it's a slam dunk because there is still C.J. Anderson healthy. There is still Jamal Charles healthy. Now, they really got away from Charles last week, so I think that's probably the direction that they're heading. But after what you know, Bill Musgrave, the offensive coordinator, said, interim office coordinator for the Broncos said, you know, that he deserves more work. He does. And so you have to hope that he is getting the majority of touches, but you just have to wonder if he has a bad series – do they give C.J. Anderson the chance to go you know, go back to him, and, and then does he keep it? Yep, I'd like to see it, but it's been a very frustrating backfield for fantasy owners for sure. All right, let's get to the phone calls here. Matt Forte, by the way, is going to be a game-time decision, and we got another. Uh, in our next segment, we'll give you two more wide receivers to keep an eye on if you need someone this week. So let's go to 855-212-4227, where David in New Orleans is our first caller. David, you're on eye on fantasy football. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm off to a good start this uh, week. I got Keenan Allen and Gordon got me off to a good start. But anyway, I need to sit one of these four players. Uh, I'm in a full full point PPR where you can start more than one tight end. Uh, I got Michael Thomas, Demarius Thomas, Ertz, and Graham. I need to sit one of those. And what's the worryometer on Ertz? I'm a little concerned after his last game. Thank you. I don't know if I'd be worried about him. Look, he, he wasn't going to score every week. You know, I mean, that's just, uh, you, you've probably gotten away with a lot from him this week. Uh, can we get a worryometer, please? You know how this works. 
Zero. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I yeah, I wouldn't be worried. I, I, again, I, I don't think you're gonna get touchdowns from him week in week out. I would probably sit Demarius Thomas just because of the quarterback change and the uncertainty there. Uh, if you want to sit Ertz because you're worried, then then that's fine too. But it's hard to bench Jimmy Graham against the 49ers, and you definitely can't bench Michael Thomas. All right, let's go back to the phones. We got Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, welcome to the show. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, uh, I'm six and five, trying to uh, make it down here through the the stretch run of the playoffs. Uh, looks like I'll be without Matthews, Rashard Matthews. It uh, it looks like he'll be out. So who do I start at flex? It's a half PPR. Um, I've got Devontae Booker, James White, Kenyon Drake, or I could go pick up Eric Decker. Who should I start out of those? And also, do you like ASJ or Croft better at tight end? I love Tyler Croft this week. Uh, I mean, he scored twice against the Browns early this season. They're terrible against tight ends. You know, uh, Safarian Jenkins has to play a very good Panthers defense, so uh, Croft is easy there. And I think Booker's the easy choice, too. Um, you know, just given the the upside of what he could be, again, it's 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 not a certainty, but there there is a... I, I think a pretty easy path that is trending in, in the direction of him taking over this backfield. Yeah, Eric Decker's interesting. I didn't think about him when I told you we'd talk about a couple wide receivers you could pick up in our next segment. Let's talk about Decker right now. Uh, you know, if Matthews doesn't play tomorrow and he's going to be a game-time decision against the Colts, do you like Eric Decker? I think he, he becomes, you know, someone that you could take a flyer on, but, you know, not ahead of Booker for me. You know, so... If you want, I know he said Drake and, and Booker. I don't know who the third guy was, but um, James White. I think uh, you go Booker, right? Yeah, yeah, Booker. But I'm saying like if you wanted to drop one of those guys, you know, maybe you could drop James White, yeah, just to see, uh, you know, if if it's a long term injury for for Matthews. The one thing is, is that as much as as well as Matthews played has played recently, Davis has still out targeted him, and so 17 targets in his last two games, 22 in his last three. You know that they're trying to get him going, and this is the perfect spot to make that happen. Let me tell you all something here. I'm looking at this one league. It's our June magazine draft. Well, you did this draft in June. Jamie's in first place. He's 9-2. and two, And our last caller, Caleb, said he was 6-5. and five. So I'm 5-6. and six. I got to tell you, you don't want me in the playoffs, Jamie. I'm going to beat you. You better root against me this week. I've got Melvin Gordon, huh? Jordan Howard, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas. I got Ben Roethlisberger. going to throw four touchdowns again. Latavius Murray is my flex. I got Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis, so hopefully Jordan. You don't. You root against me. I am going to win this league. I made a brilliant trade last week. What was the trade? It was the I, I gave up Carson Wentz, Robert Woods, and someone else, and I got Melvin Gordon and Michael Thomas. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, just brilliant. I mean, come on, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to win this league. Let's go to Ernest in Texas. What up, Ernest? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Good luck there, Adam. Sounds like a good league. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Five and six. Come on, I should be better than that. Well, I'm not too much better. I'm just hanging on. I've got a losing string going here, but I'm trying to break it. So uh, didn't get off to a good start with Ingram and Darkwa. So I good. got a couple of questions, Jamie. Uh, I have uh, Antonio Brown, and my opponent has uh, Big Ben. So I was thinking maybe substituting. I have Crabtree in the lineup now, so I'm thinking of maybe substituting Crabtree for Martinez Bryant. Maybe throw in a little upside that you know. Just, Go for it and see if I can get some additional points that way. Let me know if that's a good choice. Mm. Uh, Half-point PPR, thank you so much for everything, guys. Interesting, Jamie. Martavis Bryant over Michael Crabtree. Would you uh, do it? I'll tell you right now, um, uh, as as we speak, you know, uh, I'm sure you probably see our, our, our rankings on CBS Sports, 
and they the timestamp changes quite often because you know myself, Dave, Richard, and Heath Cummings, we change our rankings, you know, as as things happen. Um, so I put Martavis Bryant. I think he's at 34, and I was looking at him like, how high do I really want to put him? And I have Crabtree at 28, and that's the spot that I'm going to put him right above Crabtree. Uh, I know Denver's defense has not been the same. I, I know Crabtree is clearly still the best one, and PPR is probably a little bit safer than Martavis Bryant. This just feels like such a blow-up spot for him. I mean, no Smith-Schuster playing at home. We know last year, or um, not last year, but the, the two previous years for him, when he's been at home, he's been fantastic. So I think there's much more upside with Bryant. Forget about the Roethlisberger thing. Just in terms of Crabtree versus Bryant, it just feels like this is a spot that he can go for like, you know, 100 and a touchdown. 855-212-4227. Let's get another call in here before the break. Remember, we're live until midnight Eastern. We go to Trey. Trey's in New York. Trey, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. How you doing? Struggling to get into the playoffs this year. Oh, man. Uh, I lost Aaron Rodgers, and Jordy's no value. I had to trade him for Amari Cooper, which ain't that much better. Oh, you said, uh, Come on, it's only fantasy football, Trey. we got to cheer up, man. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> One of those years. I know. Uh, I know it. <laughs> I got um I need y'all to rank these guys for this week. Full point PPR. I need to start two. Um Mike Wallace, Amari Cooper, Devontae Parker, Zay Jones, and Dontrell and thank you. Well, Wallace to me is the easy one. Uh, I, I think just given the matchup against the Texans, he should have a chance for some big plays. Uh, I think it's like five or six games in a row. They've given up ninety plus yards to at least one wide receiver. So, you know, his uh his downplay threat um you know same thing with jeremy macklin but i think wallace just has a higher ceiling and then the second guy whew. yeah we got cooper um, parker zay jones and inman parker is probably the safer one although he just seems to be the third fiddle when matt moore starts behind landry and kenny stills but zay jones could be interesting no kelvin benjamin he didn't make the trip that so was the out. guy i was going to talk about in our yep. next segment yep. yeah he's uh he's interesting you know he's finally learned how to catch so that's good <laughs> um so I think if you want to go the safe route, the, the floor play is probably Parker. The ceiling play, though, is probably Zay Jones. All right, thanks a lot for the phone call, and we got more of them after the break. 855-212-4227. Zay Jones is one wide receiver you could look to. Who else in Fantasy Week 12? There's more Eye on Fantasy Football coming your way on CBS Sports Radio. Here's more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. All right, helping you set your lineup for Fantasy Week 12. Two more weeks before the postseason starts. What? Man, time flies. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. That's the phone number here for our show. We'll get to your calls in a little bit. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. He's our senior fantasy football writer for CBSSports.com. And, uh, yeah, so Zay Jones was a wide receiver. That's pretty interesting to me, Jamie. I think he's got seven targets in each of his last two games. He's actually done pretty well with them. And he's facing the Chiefs, and they give up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers. And another guy I'd like to talk about is Corey Coleman facing a, a good defense. But Corey Coleman had 80 yards against the Jaguars on 11 targets last week, and that was the second most yards all season against the Jaguars behind only Antonio Brown. So we got Corey Coleman. We got Zay Jones. How would you feel about them if you need a wide receiver this week? And is there anyone I'm forgetting and the sleeper wide receivers discussion. I would say Zay Jones' teammate, Deontay Thompson, because you know prior to Kelvin Benjamin joining the team, uh, both guys in their last game against the Jets, uh, they scored. You know, so Thompson's played very well. You know, when he's gotten an opportunity with Buffalo, so that's another one. You know, I actually like Thompson better than Jones in standard scoring, just because again of his big playability. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I think you look at Corey Coleman and, you know, the talent is there. Uh, he, he's had some very good moments when he's been healthy. And so I think you just look at what the game flow will probably be. Bengals ahead, Browns chasing points, um, a lot of targets again. You know, so I think if he gets to 10-plus targets, he has a chance to be a number three receiver. So um, I, I would put him ahead of the Buffalo guys. You know, we did talk about Rashard Matthews possibly not playing. Marcus Mariota has had three, you know, somewhat disappointing games in a row. But they've all been against very, very good pass defenses. Finally, he gets a great matchup. And we've been waiting so long for this stretch of the season to come for Marcus Mariota. How much faith do you have in him right now? How much faith would you have in Mariota this week if Matthews doesn't play? Uh, even without Matthews, I think he's still, you know, worth starting. It just depends on who you're comparing him to. So um, the guys that I struggle with with Mariota are Alex Smith, because I think his matchup's very good against Buffalo at home. Um, Tyrod Taylor, who in that same game, you know, you mentioned that the, the Chiefs struggled with wide receivers. Clearly that helps the quarterback. Um, you know, I, I would have said probably Case Keenum as well, just given what his, you know, upside has been. But let's take him out of the equation. So I, I, I think, you know, if, if you have one of these other options and you don't want to trust Mariota, I understand it. But I also think that he could still have success with Delaney Walker with – Corey Davis with Eric Decker, you know, uh, maybe John Smith, he'll run a little bit. You know, he's been doing that more. And he threw for 300 yards against this team the last time he faced them. It was the first game after that hamstring injury. So I want to bring in Stu, our producer here, just to ask you a question. I, Jamie said something on our podcast this week. I want to know how you feel about it. Stu, who would you rather have rest of season as your fantasy quarterback, Case Keenum or Dak Prescott? I think Case Keenum. Keenum. Yeah. All right. Keenum. Jamie agreed, but now we, but they still haven't, this is before they gave kind of a lukewarm endorsement of Keenum for the rest of the season. Jamie, do you still want Keenum over Dak? It's just so stupid. <laughs> right? I, I, right? It's like, so just stupid. give the guy a vote of confidence. He's earned it. They're nine and two. Yeah. I mean, maybe Mike Zimmer looks at it as, okay, if I keep motivating him every week, then maybe. he's going to come out and play every, this, this way every week. But yeah, he's, uh. He's the guy that's going to get you where you want to go, you know, and, and that's not to say anything about Teddy Bridgewater, but it's hard to expect Bridgewater to come in and play as well as Keenum has been playing. I mean, that's just hard, hard to put that on somebody's shoulders that's been out for a year and a half. Absolutely. All right, 855-212-4227. To the phones, Vince in Ohio. Vince, you're an eye on fantasy football. What up, Big Kane, too, and Jamie. Hey, diehard fan. Um, Thank you. Control my, own des- control my own destiny type of thing. Uh, full PPR. Jamie, I know you like Tyler Cross a lot. You go with him over Olsen. And then at running back, I got Kamara, Hunt, and Tevin Coleman. Obvious one, Coleman out, right? That's all. Thanks, guys. Yes, I I, I would go Croft over Olsen. I just think there's more upside with him given his matchup. Um, and, and the fact that he's not coming up the layoff, the long layoff. Yeah. The, the running backs, man, you got a great situation there. It's hard to bench one of those guys. Now, certainly Hunt has been the one struggling. But Buffalo stinks. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, I think they allow the most fantasy points to running backs. They do, and since the the Darius trade, it's been awful. So, this is the perfect breakout performance for Kareem Hunt, and I think based on what the Chiefs did last week with the struggle in uh, in New York to face the Giants, that this is the uh, lean on Kareem Hunt type of game, and and he runs through the Bills defense. I don't know. I I mean, independently, yeah, I really like Kareem Hunt. But he has not been good. He hasn't scored in what six or seven games in a row. And the Giants, Since week three. the Giants were a really good matchup too. And he didn't come through against them. So isn't Coleman safer? Like he is, but you know, I, 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 I can't get away from player X versus running back X versus Buffalo. I just okay. Can't. All right. That and that is your right. Let's go to George in Pennsylvania. George, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, good evening, guys. I love your show. Um, 
Quick running back question. I know you were talking about Anderson. I have to play him or Crowell. And then um, what do you think? I Should I drop Des Bryant or just bench him the rest of the year with what's going on with Prescott? Well, I wouldn't drop him. Um, the last thing you want is for him to, you know, for the Cowboys to turn things around and, and he comes out and, you know, beats you in, in let's say, the fantasy playoffs. Um, I would probably go with Crowell over Anderson just given what seems to be happening with the Broncos. So he's probably going to get as much work, if not more. And, yeah, I, I hope that the the Cowboys just start getting Bryant in that 10 to 15 target range because I think then he'll start to produce. What a year for wide receivers, huh? Like, it's, sarcastically. It hasn't been good. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have, you know, the injuries to, you know, Beckham and, and the quarterbacks that have hurt T.Y. Hilton and Jordy Nelson. Um, you know, and, and Julio. Uh, what the yeah, hell? Julio's been a disappointment. Mike Evans has been a disappointment. This is the week for Julio Jones, Jamie. For the, <laughs> for the fifth straight week. Yeah. I'm excited. He's going to, like, come on. Have your breakout week. Have your 150 and two touchdowns. Could be this week. Yeah. We'll see. All right, back to the phones, 855-212-4227. Lewis in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the show, Lewis. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I um, had a flex question. I have to start two out of these three. I was thinking uh, Booker, uh, Corey Davis, or um, <clears throat> I also have Woodhead. And uh, Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. <laughs> Outstanding. Yes, Dilly Dilly and a nice throat clear on the air. Um I would probably bench Woodhead there just because I think that this is, you know, could be a big game for Booker, could be a big game for Corey Davis. I do like Woodhead's chances, but, you know, he's he's so dependent on, I, I think, you know, getting a red zone opportunity to get some carries there, which I don't think is going to happen with Alex Collins. And, you know, will he get you more than five catches to, to help boost his fantasy value? All right, back to 855-212-4227. Navelle in Maryland. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, I uh, hope you guys had a, a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. Um, no problem. Uh, PPR League start uh, McKissick, Martavius, or Adams. I, I did hear a report that uh, Justice Hunter might get more work instead of um, replacing Juju instead of Martavius. You got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I would not be surprised if if they do give Justin Hunter some more opportunities, but I I think that's just a byproduct of you know having to fill some uh, of the playing time you know without Juju in there. So uh, I would go with Martavis personally, but you know I, I I think Adams has proven that he can still put up you know good numbers with with Hundley. It's going to be a tough matchup for him against the Steelers secondary. Um, yeah, but for me it's Martavis. How about this? Pittsburgh has allowed three 100-yard receivers and five wide receivers have had 80 or more yards in their last three games. In their last two games, they've given up three pass plays of 60 or more yards. So I, I, that's why I like Adams this week. Steelers, look, Joe Hayden got hurt, and their pass defense really suffered, although Mike Mitchell's getting healthy. You still have offensive line issues with the Packers. You pass do. rush is going to be a problem for Brett Hundley. You know, I mean, think about the quarterbacks that they faced. Yeah, but Adams is still... Playing well, like he's he's been the favorite guy. He's been the only guy that he's been. He's been very good. I mean, we said at the top of the show that you know this is still, despite the quarterback change, he's he's still produced um, you know quality production. I just think that there's there's again, I just it's a you know call it a gut feeling. I mean, the Packers secondary has been bad. (laughs) So uh, will will it be only Antonio Brown or will there be a second guy? Last week was only Antonio Brown. Yeah, I I mean I think Le'Veon catches one this week, 
And uh, I, I'm hoping for Bryant. I think it's a great play. I do. Um, it's an interesting one, Adams and Bryant. Definitely a tough call. So we want more of your calls. And what we want, you know what we're going to do for our next segment, Jamie? I want everybody who calls us up to tell us their best Thanksgiving side dish. Because, Navelle, I want to thank you for, for your Thanksgiving thoughts. And I hope everybody had a great Thursday, great weekend so far. And I hope you ate some good food. Green bean casserole was the best at my Thanksgiving. So you tell us, what was your best Thanksgiving now, side are you, dish? Are you, are you saying that just because your wife made it? No. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I would be honest with you. But that was, it was really good. And I like green bean casserole. I don't really like green beans that much, Jamie. Yeah, you, so- Jamie's so boring. He said turkey was the best thing he had at Thanksgiving. Uh, why? I mean. Because it's boring. Because everybody likes the side dishes better. Uh, no. Best thing you had at Thanksgiving. Stuffing. Everybody. Come on. Everybody but Jamie says. says. Uh, why, why can't I say that the turkey was great? I mean, why is that a problem for you? It's probably the only thing your wife made and you're just. No. Yeah. She didn't make it. She made, she, made, uh, she made dessert and she made cranberry sauce. Okay. How was the cranberry sauce? It was great. Okay, good. Just say that or something. Turkey's so boring. All right. Anyway, more of your phone calls. I mean, you just avoid the obvious. Like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. You avoid the obvious. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Don't get me started on that again. 855-212-4227. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are live until midnight Eastern, taking your phone calls, answering your fantasy questions here on Eye on Fantasy Football. Of course, I want to remind you that when it's time to replace your battery, you need to trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to help you choose the superstar battery that's an exact fit for your vehicle. That's O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Jamie, how are we feeling over there? Feel great. All right. How about you? I'm feeling, uh, well, if I'm being 100% honest, the college football game that I watched yesterday has uh, <laughs> destroyed my weekend. Um, I'm yeah. sure it has. Yeah, it was bad. It was tough. Yeah. Well, now we keep just, wondering. Just, just what, a shot. What happens if they win, right? Shouldn't they be in over Alabama, Miami? If they no, win? they should not be in over Alabama. But I, I think Yes, it they would, should. No, they shouldn't. Um, I, I think it will be fun to see. Uh, I was I was hoping South Carolina would be Clemson, then Clemson would beat Miami to take the ACC out of it. And then <laughs> yeah. I was ho- I was hoping that TCU will beat Oklahoma. Oh, that would be great. And then that uh, there's one more. Um, there's one more. Ohio scenario. State, Wisconsin. Oh yes, Ohio State beating Wisconsin uh, to make it all. So crazy. Florida could get in. No, Florida has no shot. But you know who should get in? UCF should get in because they're, yeah. they're, they're probably one of the best teams in the country. Well, but seriously, think about this. If Miami beats Clemson, who's going to be number one in the country next week, they and let's say Notre Dame wins tonight, they're winning 2017, they will have two wins over top 10 teams, and they would have won their conference. I think you get in over Alabama. Um, I think that they probably get in, but I don't know if they get in over Alabama. Oh, it might have to be. But you know what? Nobody cares. You can listen to the other shows on CBS Sports Radio if you want to hear about that. I want to know, how do you feel about these guys this week? Start or sit Matt Ryan against Tampa Bay? Start. He's due. I hope so. How about Tyrod Taylor at Kansas City? Uh, start. He's been very good. Should never have been benched. Let's go with Alex Collins in a tough matchup at Houston. Start. Game flow will be in his favor, and I think he'll have a grinded-out type of game like he had last week and score. I know you like Andy Dalton. How about Joe Mixon this week? I uh, feel very similar to him like I do with Alex Collins. He will have the opportunity. Cleveland's run defense has been a little bit leaky since the London game. McKinnon scored. They gave a touchdown, I think, in the last – or touchdown or 100 yards in each of the last two games. So yep. I think McKinnon has uh, – Mixon has a good opportunity here to be a uh, – Top 15 to top 20 type running back. I know everybody's going to start. Demarius Thomas, he was very good with Brock Osweiler. Don't know what to expect with Paxton Lynch. What about Emmanuel Sanders? It's such a great matchup against Oakland. I mean, look, he's really been a number three wide receiver all season. He's had one big game. So I I think that's just kind of how you have to treat him. T.Y. Hilton. Blow up spot. 
Uh, he has a good track record against Titans. Didn't take advantage of the last time. But at home, Brissett's played well the last three games. Uh, he's going to play, you know, dealing with that concussion. But he's cleared. He's, he's good to go. Uh, I think this is a, a, a better game of, for T.Y. Hilton this year. Charles Clay at Kansas City. Uh, he's in that Greg Olson-ish type of, you know, uh, spot for me. Tough matchup for him because even without Eric Berry, the Chiefs have still been good against tight ends, just not as locked down as they usually are. But he should have had potentially two touchdowns last week. So with Tyrod Taylor back, he's uh, he's worth starting. Like, I dropped Cameron Brait to pick up Charles Clay. I'm very happy with that. I'm kind of excited about Jared Cook. Broncos give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. How do you feel about him? Yeah, same thing. It's just Jared, Jared Cook. That's the problem in, in the quarterback chain. So you don't know how that will uh, sort of mesh together. But... Uh, again, if you buy into matchups, as I would have told you to buy into matchups on the two tight ends Thursday night, yeah, um, about you know, that. Sometimes at that position, it comes through in a big way, uh, and sometimes it just does not. What the heck was that? That was so surprising. One combined fantasy point for Vernon yeah. Davis and Evan Ingram. Very yep. strange. Mm-hmm. All right, the number's 855-212-4227. We'll put you on the air. You tell us best side dish or best thing you ate for Thanksgiving, and then your fantasy question. Luis in Las Vegas. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to the show. Hey, gentlemen, I love the show. Thank you so much for taking my call. You got it, man. I'm going to say the best side dish that we had was a whipped sweet potato puree with a little vanilla essence with caramelized marshmallows on it. Oh, my. What did you have? Like, what did you get? Gordon Ramsay coming to your house? You know what? I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I got lucky. Like I said, it was a blessing. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. One of my friends as a chef made it, you know, got lucky. Outstanding. All right. I'm going to Vegas next Thanksgiving. What's your fantasy question? I have a two-part question, gentlemen, okay? So, on my running back, you know, I'm hurting because Devontae Freeman's out. So, I have Carlos Hyde as well as Damian Williams as my number two. I have C.J. Anderson on the bench. The second part of my question is my wide receivers. I have uh, Robbie Anderson, Martavis Bryant, and Devontae Parker as my flex. I'm sitting Jordy Nelson. I also have Marquise Goodwin. Would you change that flex at all with C.J. or um, Nelson with either of these wide receivers? No, I think you have your lineup set. I mean, as much as uh, Damian Williams is a risk, he's probably a safer risk than C.J. Anderson right now. And and I would say the same thing of the flex options. I think Anderson's proven himself that at least you have to give him the opportunity as a number two wide receiver, especially given what your guys are. Uh, Martavis Bryant, again, he's got an opportunity now without Judas Mishuster in there. And, you know, Devontae Parker in, in a situation where the Patriots secondary has been very good lately. But... You know, he's he's probably going to be in a spot where they're chasing points, and Matt Moore will not be afraid to take some chances. So hopefully Parker comes through. Hey, look, I didn't mean to discriminate against Turkey. If it was, in fact, the best thing you ate for Thanksgiving, then please, somebody else be weird like Jamie. But I don't think it's going to be the case. So, Darren in California, Thanksgiving best dish and your fantasy question. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, mashed potatoes, hands down. Okay. All right, guys. Very simple. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, my question is this. I need two running backs and a flex. I got Collins and Woodhead, Doug Martin, and Mixon, and then uh, I've got uh, Sammy Watkins, Crabtree, and Goodwin. So I need two running backs to flex. Who was the other receiver besides Watkins and Goodwin? Uh, Crabtree. Oh, Crabtree. Um, is this two wide receivers in a flex? Two running backs. Oh, two running two backs in a flex. flex yeah. um, I would go with Alex Collins and Joe Mixon as your two running backs and then Sammy Watkins as your flex. I, I think if there's ever a chance for Sammy Watkins, no Robert Woods, the two starting cornerbacks for the Saints are out. He's got to get more than five targets. I mean, it, this would be a shame if they don't throw him the ball in this matchup and he doesn't deliver. If Jared, if you believe in Jared Goff and you believe in Jared Goff this week, 
you have to buy into Sammy Watkins because I cannot see him having a breakout game, a big game. And I don't really love Jared Goff this week, even without the even with the injuries there to New Orleans. But if, if you think Jared Goff's going to have a big game, you have to buy into Sammy Watkins. Yep. I'm, I think we mentioned it, but Saints, I, I was thinking about food, so I'm sorry if I missed it. Saints without their top two cornerbacks and and one of their best defensive ends. Yeah, yeah Dave, I just said that. You so, did, right? Uh, I figured yeah. you did, yep. but I was daydreaming about pureed sweet yeah. potatoes, whatever the heck it was. <laughs> yep. Paul in Madison, Wisconsin, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Right. Chicken, mushroom, garlic, rice was really good. Never heard of rice on Thanksgiving. That's an interesting one. I like it. All right, what's your fantasy question, Paul? All right, I have a Jai Devante Parker or Burkhead, and it's a half-point PPR in my flex. Who would you recommend? Uh, um, I, I don't want to get away from Rex Burkhead after he struggled last week. Because I do like him in PPR. I mean, you know, the catches have been there since Chris Hogan has gone down, and, and he's really, you know, taken over from James White as that passing downs guy. So I'll go back to him. Um, Ajayi is not catching the ball in Philadelphia. You know, that's never really been part of his game anyway. And Parker, again, I, I think he's just third fiddle behind Ajayi, behind um, Landry and, and Stills with Matt Moore. So hopefully Burkett gets back in good graces. Plus, I've made Deion lose the start of the week, which means one of the other Patriots running backs will probably have a big game here. <laughs> Or all three. <laughs> 855-212-4227. Give us a call. 855-212-4CBS. Dave in Wisconsin. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for last week, Jamie. And your Keelan Allen over A.J. Green. That was the kick. That was the ticket last week. Awesome. Nice. Yep. Now, our favorite meal, everything. There is no there is no <laughs> on the plate. But, hey, uh, our running back question. Hey, by the way, would you start – over Carson, that's a secondary question, but I think you might have answered it, Jamie, just a few seconds ago. Lewis, Booker, or Martin for running for a running back, and then they bent over Carson. I'm just kind of curious. Thanks, guys. I haven't right now ranked Roethlisberger over Carson. I'm with Adam. I think that no matter, even with the wide receiver injury, I, I don't want to downgrade Roethlisberger because he still has Antonio Brown. You know, it's, it's like if Brown was out, it's a different story. Sure. Um, I just I, like I kind of think that Roethlisberger is going to have a better game than Carson Wentz, but I can't bring myself to sit Wentz for anybody. Understood. Maybe Russell Wilson, but Wilson has terrible history against San Francisco. Un- un- understood. I mean, uh, those are my top four quarterbacks, uh, along with Tom with Brady, Brady the, yeah. the, the the three that you just mentioned. So um, I, I can certainly understand if you wanted to go with Wentz over Roethlisberger or vice versa. For me, I would go with Roethlisberger because of the ceiling play. You know, the one thing we've seen about Wentz is the touchdowns have been there for him, but the yards have not. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see this being a game where he, he could get you, you know, 203, whereas Roethlisberger can get you 303 or 304, as we saw last week. Um, the running backs for me, I would rank them in order. Lewis, Booker, Martin, I don't know if he just said he needed one as a flex. Uh, but I, I do think that you have to buy into what Deion Lewis has done. You have to buy into matchup against Miami. Uh, Vegas has the point total as uh, I think it's almost two touchdown favorite for the Patriots. So that would lend it to being a, a blowout win with him getting some fourth quarter opportunities. 855-212-4227. Jonathan in Pennsylvania. Jonathan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. First time calling in. And, uh, but best thing I had for Thanksgiving definitely has to be my grandmother's pumpkin pie. Oh, nice. very nice. Yeah. I, I, I hate I to say it. to myself, I can't do it. And I don't know what she does. I can't get it to taste <laughs> the same way as she does. Yeah. Jamie, my, you my, like pumpkin my, pie? My wife makes an amazing pumpkin pie. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. 
I, I made a lot of enemies on Twitter when I said I didn't like pumpkin pie. So, but I would love to try the one you had, Jonathan. I maybe maybe next year. Well, Adam, as everybody on Twitter knows, you don't make very good choices. No, I don't like a lot of things, Jonathan. What is your fantasy question? Well, I'm having a little issue with my flex option, and I got uh, on Williams and Kenyon Drake, and I'm having a hard time. Do I pick, who do I start and who do I bench? Damien Williams. Yeah, that's what I meant. My bad. No, it's okay. You said Damian Williams or Kenyon Drake. I mean, look, that's the. I think Adam Gase is having yeah, that right? <laughs> Um I, You have to just go with Williams at this point. You know, the touches have really been similar since Ajayi went down. Drake just had the splash plays. I mean, you know, he had the big run against the Panthers. He had the big run against uh, whoever they played last week. I forget. Um, Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. That's right. No, I'm sorry. The Bucks was Damian Williams. It yeah. was the, the, the first two games that he started. Um, the the Ravens. Panthers. Game and, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Right? No, the Ravens was no, the Ravens. Giants last game. They had a Monday night game. Raiders, 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 and Panthers. Yes, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, it's weird. It's like I think everybody on the staff, you, Dave, and Heath, say you got to go with with Williams, right? But you have to. Why? I, mean, I, I I I don't disagree. But it's like I, they've they've had almost exactly the same amount of touches. Like you said, they both get like nine carries. You've no idea who to go with. But Williams just has in in the three games. Williams has been good in two of them. Drake has been awful in one. All right. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Uh, it's just it's like a coin toss. All right. Hey, real quick, we got to get Mitch from Georgia in. Mitch, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Go. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, real quick, mashed potatoes and gravy, obviously. Sure. Uh, PPR. I've got Juju in the flex, so obviously he's out, so I had to take him out. So my choices are Robbie Anderson, uh, Marquise Lee, or Drake, or Kenyon Drake, or Jordy. And then uh, real quick, real quick. Is Donnie Darko a Halloween movie? Is Christmas Story a Christmas? Is Christmas Story a Christmas movie? And is Caddyshack funny? That's for Jamie because I think Aunt, Aunt, uh, Adam, you you said you've never seen Caddyshack. No, I've is, seen is it. Correct. I've of course oh, okay, I've okay. seen it. Yeah. No. Rob, Robbie okay. Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Yes, okay. and all your other answers Guys, are yes. No. Okay. Wait, you don't even know. I've never seen Donnie, Donnie Darko. Have you? Uh, yes. Is it a Halloween movie? No, of course not. No. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, that was an interesting hour number one of Ion Fantasy Football. We've got another awesome one coming up for you. We're going to get into some more start and say, you know, he mentioned Marquise Lee, our last caller. That's an interesting guy we haven't spoken about. We should talk about that game. Can you trust Larry Fitzgerald this week with Jalen Ramsey unlikely to play? Much more to come in hour number two, live until midnight Eastern, 855-212-4227. Stick around. Coming back after this. Listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. One more hour to go of your fantasy football questions and hopefully our correct answers for you to help you set your lineup here on week 12. And we're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. I'm Adam Azer. Got Jamie Eisenberg here. Jamie's our senior fantasy football writer for CBS Sports and uh, very Wrong about a lot of movie opinions. Jamie, let me give you some games. Get into a couple of games here. I actually got three for you. Before you before you go there, just just so you know, um, I got a text from one of our buddies, Mike Friedman, who saw the, the tweet that I sent out about the crying Jordan with you. Every time somebody says, uh, 
Die Hard's a Christmas movie to you, you cry. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> because you know you're wrong. Right. And, uh, and he said, 10 years later, and you guys are still having this stupid I know, argument. it's crazy. <laughs> but you know, I have a new argument. I have a new, a new point to make in the, in the argument. You know my favorite? You know, what's your favorite scene in Die Hard? We can, end, we can end the discussion on this. Ho, 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 I have a machine gun. Right. My favorite scene is at the very end when mm-hmm. Bruce Willis is finally united with his kids. And he looks at his kids, and the kid's sitting on his lap, and he says, Merry Christmas. I love you guys. Isn't that a beautiful scene? Uh, no, that's not the final scene. The final scene is when he's hugging his wife with the Christmas music playing. Oh, but he, there's, there are, his kids are basically never in the movie. His family is completely irrelevant. What kind of a Christmas movie doesn't unite family so, with parents with kids? So, what kind of a Christmas movie? So Ridiculous. You, you, you take your kids to a lot of Christmas parties? If it were a real Christmas movie, he would have been home with them at the end. But the, but it doesn't matter. It ultimately oh, uh, doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Matter. You've been in a lot of terrorist situations? Uh, yeah, he, if it were a real Christmas movie, he would have been home with them at the end. Uh, oh, that's, that's your answer. Okay, I feel sorry for you. Jacksonville and Arizona. Who do you trust in this game? Who do I trust? Leonard yeah. Fournette. Is that it? Just Fournette? Uh, the Jacksonville defense, even well, without yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Um, yeah, that's probably the extent of it. No Fitzgerald? Because wide receiver, look, he's going to get a ton of targets. gets 10 targets a game. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they've given up one touchdown to the position yeah. all season. So he's probably not going to score. I would say that he's probably in the you know 70 to 80-yard range. You know, they're, they're going to – no John Brown, you know, so the, the, the Cardinals are going to – I think J.J. Nelson's banged up too. Um, it's it's Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I mean, there's just not a lot to like. Yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. How about New Orleans and the Rams? And some defensive injuries could really make an impact on this game. But Bruce, Drew Brees has had a nice season, but, but it hasn't really been Brees-like. And Jared Goff's got a great opportunity – except his top wide receivers out. So who do you like in this game? Right. Um, I, I mean, Todd Gurley's great, clearly. Uh, the, all, all the running the backs. backs all, yeah. all three main running backs are great. I would say that this is a spot to trust Sammy Watkins, You know, and, and that's hard to say with the word trust in Sammy Watkins just because he hasn't been very good for the majority of the season. And Cooper Cup, you know, he's just got to catch the ball, but the targets have been there for him, certainly in the red zone. So those two guys, I think, are you know number two, number three type guys. Watkins more of a number two, Cup more of a number three. And Goff, I think, is if he's been your guy, you stick with him. If you have not been starting him, this is probably not the place you want to take the chance. Um, and then for the Saints, it's, you know, Breeze is still a guy that I'm going to start, and I'm also going to start Michael Thomas. He hasn't scored now, I think it's five or six games in a row, but you still have to keep him out there. Let's look at Seattle, San Francisco, Jamie. By the way, our phone number 855 212 4CBS, 855 212 4227. Uh, board is full right now, so if you don't get through, be patient and give us a call back. What about Seattle, San Francisco? So Russell Wilson has a really bad history at San Francisco. Doug Baldwin has gone, I think, five straight games against the 49ers without scoring more than four fantasy points at, at San Francisco. Um, and, yeah, Russell Wilson, it's it's been ugly for him. Uh, now, look, San Francisco used to have a great defense, but even recently when they haven't, he's just he just hasn't been very good. So, you know... And then you got Carlos Hyde going up against one of the best run defenses. Who do you like in this game? I like Russell Wilson, and I like Doug Baldwin still. I mean, you know, you just have to buy into what Russell Wilson has done for the season. You know, he just seems to be playing. You know, I I, I know it's not necessarily the popular opinion to call him an MVP candidate, but he's an MVP candidate. Um, he's he's put this team on his back, and so Doug Baldwin's still his best receiver. You know, I mean, this could be a Paul Richardson game. It could be a 
Tyler Lockett game. Certainly Jimmy Graham has been a big reason why you've seen the numbers, you know, elevate for, for Russell Wilson. But they have no run game, you know, and, and, and that's the way you beat the 49ers is to run on them, which is why they've had success against them is because they've run on them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if you tell me that Russell Wilson's getting 30-plus pass attempts, which I would be shocked if he didn't, uh, he's going to have a, a good enough game that you should feel comfortable starting him. So what about J.D. McKissick? Because, I mean, every week a running back does well against San Francisco. Some people can start him at running back. Some people just wide receiver. You know, what about McKissick? There's nothing to suggest that he is going to be great uh, because we just have not seen the workload there for him. But, I mean, again, it's it's just how the Seahawks have been operating. It's, you know, throwing the ball, putting the ball in Russell Wilson's hands. And so why not have just – uh, a little bit of a, a fast break type of offense, at least to start the game, and not try to force this run game, which has just been terrible. So, the expectation he's he's listed as doubtful. I know Pete Carroll, um, you know, kind of you know opened the door for Mike Davis still to play, which he's looked the best in terms of their running backs really since Chris Carson went down. I, I know you'll point to the game where they said they're going to feature Eddie Lacy and he got the touches, but he just didn't look great even then. Um, so. It's going to go back to Lacey and Thomas Rawls, and, and maybe this is a get-right spot for one of those guys, but I, I just look at it as McKissick's looked like he could be, you know, may, I don't want to use the word difference maker, but, you know, uh, just better for this offense, and, and maybe if they gave him more opportunities, we'd, we'd see some better production. And San Francisco can't defend running backs in the passing game. They've given up four receiving touchdowns to running backs. Three running backs have had 72 or more yards. Would you start J.D. McKissick over Devontae Parker? Uh, I would, and just to give you, you know, a running back, I would start him over Marshawn Lynch. I'd start him over Adrian Peterson. I would start him over Doug Martin. You know, I, I know those guys are going to get more work, but I, I just look at matchup and situation, and, you know, at some point you just got to say, these guys are not getting the job done. Um, they have tough situations, tough matchups. You know, maybe this is a week for McKissick to have that, you know, blow-up type game. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Andrew in Michigan. Andrew, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Uh, hey boys, yeah. Um, favorite side dish was uh, mashed potatoes, and um, I know you already said that Lewis was your uh, your start of the week running backs or like your play of the week. But uh, I'm going to ask anyway. It's a uh, full PPR. I have Lewis or I have Lamar Miller. I'm a little bit worried about Miller um, at Baltimore, but I know you know they got to lean heavily on him anyway. I think if standard league, I would tell you Lewis is the easy choice. Uh, but PPR puts it in a different situation because, you know, we've seen – like last week, Miller caught a touchdown against the Cardinals. He's going to be more involved in the passing game. At least I would expect it than, than Deion Lewis. Last week, Lewis had four targets, four catches, scored a touchdown, but that was right after Rex Burkett had the fumble. So you wonder if uh, if that's something that's going to be a, um, a new trend for the Patriots. I probably would lean against that. So I think in a PPR, Miller is, is certainly fine and, and probably the safer play than Deion Lewis. 855-212-4227. What do you like better, Jamie? The mashed potatoes, maybe put some gravy on there, or the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows? I like uh, mashed potatoes more so than the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows. I'm not a big marshmallow fan at dinner. More of a dessert for me. What if they didn't have marshmallows? Would you go with sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes? Um... Uh... Probably still mashed potatoes. All right. It's really, I mean, the marsh, marshmallows are great. They are. They're they're very good. It's just not my thing. Fine. Dave in Maryland. Disappointment. Dave, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, I, I went to a, a multicultural Thanksgiving Day celebration, and somebody bought a tray of authentic tamales. Hmm. It was the only thing I went back for seconds. Really? Were unbelievable. But that cool. Not the real traditional side order, but it worked. Tamales are great. Hey, I'm having a the, – the quandary I've had every week this year 
Cam Newton or Derek Carr? I picked oh, it about you, half This is an easy one right. this week. <laughs> half the time I've got it right, and I really need to get it right this week because I started the two best receivers this on Thanksgiving Day, Golden Tate and Stephon Diggs, <laughs> and I got seven points. All right, Jamie, help him out. <laughs> uh, you got to go Cam. I mean, yeah, you got to go Cam. Uh, look, the, uh, Adam uh, on our Fantasy Football Today video show on Friday gave you a, a reason why Derek Carr could play well. He's been good at home. We've seen the Broncos. You know, the no-fly zone has uh, certainly had a lot of uh, planes flying around there, um, a lot of production against them. That secondary has struggled a little bit. But, uh, I mean, Cam looked like the Cam we haven't seen since the 2015 season, their last time they played. And, you know, uh, that, a big reason why it was the Dolphins. And, you know, maybe he struggles this week on the road against the Jets. But you got to take that chance more so than Carr. I mean, it's interesting with Carr because the last three quarterbacks to face the Broncos, Carson Wentz, 31 points, Tom Brady, 30 points. Okay, fine. They're two of the best. Andy Dalton scored 24 points. He threw three touchdowns. The, the Broncos have allowed the most touchdowns in the NFL, but still, they don't give up a lot of yards. So you need the touchdowns. Carr is too much of a risk. And Cam Newton gets you 45 rushing yards at least every game now. So... Yeah, you got to go with Cam there. 855-212-4227. Sheldon in Cleveland, Ohio. Sheldon, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing great, man. How are you? All right, all right. Hey, uh, Die Hard 1 is a great Christmas movie. Die Hard 2 is more of an action movie. Die Hard so, 2 is a, just a know. bad movie. You don't yeah, like Die Hard 2, do you, Sheldon? No, no not really. Oh, no, terrible. It's the worst movie in the franchise. <laughs> oh, have you but. seen the sixth one? Uh, no, it's the worst it movie ever. It's it's really one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's worth seeing oh. just to say that you've seen the worst movie that you'll ever see. Is the sixth the one the one in oh. Russia? It's the one in Russia. You yeah. see it, Jamie? Yeah, it's so oh. bad. Oh, I did see that movie. Oh. I did see it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's really it bad. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, to cut yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your question, yeah. sir? My question is, like you said earlier, I'm losing trust in Kareem Hunt. So I got Joe Mixon and I got Devontae Booker. I'm just gonna bring him up because I've been talking about him all day and saying he's been, he's going to do it. And uh, I'm thinking about Joe Mixon against my my Cleveland Browns. So you know I'm losing faith in Kareem Hunt because I really really need to win this week. So what do you think about that? I mean I, I certainly understand your trepidation. He's you know been I don't know bad is the word, but he struggled the last you know certainly last two games, but. It's it's Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo is bad. Mm-hmm. They they are very very bad against the run. Uh, you have to wonder what the mindset is of the Bills players after, you know, the whole situation last week with uh, the quarterback play. So, uh, it's just this. If there's ever a blow up spot for Kareem Hunt, the rest of the season, it could come. It should come. It will come this week. So stick with Kareem Hunt. I just want to say, Jamie, we I don't want to misrepresent our feelings on Devontae Booker. I, I I hope people don't think we love him this week. Why don't you tell us? How you feel about Devontae Booker? It's it's a spot that he could have a lot of success, and it's just a matter of you know we we've said this a lot about a lot of players, and, and I'll give you one example. We've been we were begging begging for the Ravens to give Alex Collins the feature job, mm-hmm. you know after the Terrence West injury, after you know certainly after Danny Woodhead got hurt, uh, Javoris Allen wasn't getting the job done, and so it was like. You could just see that he was their best player. And and I think we've been saying this for a while, you know, stash Devontae Booker, stash him, stash him, stash him, uh, mostly because of potential injury. But he just looks like he's their best running back. And so it sounds like they're going to give him the chance. Plus, you have the matchup. I mean, the Raiders have a lot of running back to score again, 100 total yards in eight games in a row. Mm-hmm. So if there's going to be a guy that keeps that streak alive, he's got the best bet. And one of those guys was C.J. Anderson, but it looks like 
It looks like his uh, his opportunity is expiring here. He fumbled in their last game, did not get a touch after it. So, uh, 855-212-4227. That's the phone number, 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a lot more of your calls when we come back. We're live until midnight Eastern. We will get to your questions, so stay on the line. Back after this here on Ion Fantasy Football. We're coming right back with more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back, everybody. And we are live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. So glad you're with us on this Saturday night. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Going to do some starter sit here and then take your phone calls. I want to make sure we get to all of our callers tonight. 855-212-4CBS. Jamie, how do you feel about these guys start or sit? Alex Smith against the Bills. I think he's a low-end starting option. Depends on who else you have on your team. Uh, but again, if he's been your guy, this is a good spot for him. I do not believe in this Bills defense. You were on that from the beginning. Um, they've only allowed two quarterbacks to go over 20 fantasy points, but it's been two of their last five, and three of their last five have gotten at least 18 points. So while Smith has not played well at home, this does feel like a get-right game for him. Okay, how about Andy Dalton going up against Cleveland? Love Andy Dalton. 14 <laughs> touchdowns, no interceptions in the last five games against the Browns. He went oh, off for them. my God. Really? Uh, against them the wow. last time these two teams met. I mean, Cleveland's just not very good. No. Yeah, I, let's explore that. You really don't uh, – they are not very good. Uh, Jay Ajayi going up against the Bears. Uh, low end number two guy, I would start Devontae Booker ahead of him. I would start Joe Mixon ahead of him. I would start Alex Collins ahead of him just to give you some names. Uh, it, it's just, you know, if you take out the splash plays, the two big runs he's had since being in Philadelphia, they just don't – if you were to commit to him, he'd be a top ten guy. But uh, they just haven't done that yet, and I hope this is the week. But um, it's just hard to trust that. Here's the tough one. Jordan Howard. You can't bench Jordan Howard. I mean, like, I dropped him to 16 in my rankings. That, know, means, so. you can, that means you can bench him. Well, I, I – okay. You can bench him if you have guys that you feel more comfortable with. Like, I would have told you Samaj P. Ryan, for example, over Jordan Howard. Um, but – this is uh this is a guy that's gonna get work. Uh, unfortunately, the catches have disappeared the last couple of weeks, which is a little surprising. But the Eagles are an amazing, amazing run defense. So you have to have the right situation to bench Jordan Howard this week. Deion Lewis over Jordan Howard. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, some other guys. Alvin Kamara. Yes, you're starting him over him. Christian McCaffrey in Tevin, standard. Uh, yes, Christian McCaffrey. Yes, Tevin Coleman. You know. Okay. So yeah, they're they're. I guess you know, 16 tells you you can you can bench him for some guys. Tyreek Hill. I feel. I know you said Alex Smith doesn't usually do well at home. Tyreek Hill never does well at home. Tyreek Hill. Uh, the last, I think it's now six wide receivers to face six number one wide receivers to face the Bills. Um, only Michael Crabtree scored less than ten fantasy points. He had eight. So I haven't put in what Keenan Allen did, which we know was fantastic last week. But going into that game, which is why I like Keenan Allen in, in a bounce back spot was uh, 13.4 fantasy points. So it's probably in the 15 to 16 range, what number one receivers have averaged in the last six games against the Bills. So Tyreek Hill should, uh, should should break out of this home funk. Deshaun Jackson in a game at Atlanta. Number three receiver. You know, with Mike Evans back, he's not going to get the same amount of targets that he did two weeks ago. Um, Atlanta's, you know, secondary is good. It's not great. Um, uh, it's good enough certainly to contain you know two receivers. You know I don't know if they'll contain Mike Evans, but it's uh, it, it it's just you know he's he's kind of touched on a bust. So you'd start Kenny Stills over him. I start Stills over him. I start Mike Wallace over him. I start Martavis Bryant over him. Um, Robbie Anderson over him. Gotcha. Know, 
There, there's there's a, a good amount of guys. Austin Hooper against Tampa Bay. Uh, low end, you know, starting option. Um, it's it, Heath brought this up, and I think it's interesting that we haven't seen Mohamed Sanu and Austin Hooper play well in the same game, which goes to show you, you know, Matt Ryan hasn't had the blow up games where multiple guys are getting, uh, you know, touchdowns or big plays. So, if you're in the camp of Mohamed Sanu having a, a another good game, you know, three for 35 and a touchdown last week certainly, you know, puts him in the in the conversation of, you know, starting option at the receiver spot, but it takes away from what Hooper can do. I, I think Hooper's just, uh, you know, guy that needs those those six-plus targets, which hopefully he'll get. All right, and finally, we talked about him at the top of the show. Let's talk about him now. Greg Olson returning first time since week two. He'll be at the Jets. Starter sit, Greg Olson. Uh, if you, you know, let, let's say it was Cameron Brayton, Greg Olson, that's easy to go with Greg Olson. Um, you know, if you want to start him, let's say over Charles Clay, I, I can understand that. Um, but the the Jack Doyles, Jared Cooks, Tyler Croft this week, um, you know, I, I would have told you, you know, it didn't work out that way, but um, Vernon Davis and Evan Ingram. Um, it's just it's just the, the layoff factor. You know, hopefully he's, he's 100% ready to go. Um, I, I should ask you, Adam. You talked to him this week on our podcast. Did he sound ready to go? Yeah, he said sure. He probably done like a string of interviews, <laughs> so he was. He was just, I think he was feeling a little fatigue. But yeah, he's he sounded ready to go. He was hopeful. It was Good. Tuesday. I mean, they really hadn't done anything to test them, and they hadn't even watched film of the Jets yet. But it was actually a pretty interesting interview. And he thought that <clears throat> he honestly, honestly thought that Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> so he probably was quite ready to go because he was thinking clearly. And, uh, had but he didn't. He didn't go agree with your other argument. Though. He did not. He did think Jerry Maguire was a football movie, which is weird. Most, most football players do. Well, you know, they're not movie critics for a reason. You know. So anyway, let's go to the phones. I'm going to ask our callers to be a little more brief here. Um, I want to get to a lot of a lot of callers before the I'll, end of the show. I'll, I'll say what uh, my good buddy Scott Farrell says uh, um, weeknights during the week on CBS Sports Radio. We're fine. You don't have to ask us. We're doing great. You have to do it in the Farrell voice. Uh, no. <laughs> It'll sound like my Nick Costas voice. Tom in Pittsburgh. Tom, go. Okay, fellas, quick question. Uh, Flex, Burkhead, Corey Davis, Cooper Cup, or Danny Woodhead? Dilly dilly, not listening. <laughs> uh, Woodhead is probably the safest. Corey Davis, to me, has the highest upside. The uh, the Colts secondary has given up production to wide receivers, as I'm sure you're all aware. And uh, he's got 17 targets the last two games without Rashard Matthews. Why, like, why not go Cooper Cup then? Because he's actually been good this year. Corey Davis hasn't really done anything. And the Saints are going to give up production to receivers now. Uh, they might. Uh, I, I just, you know, it, it's one of those things without the starting cornerbacks in there. We'll see how the backups do, but. Cooper Cup drops a lot of passes. He does. He's definitely <laughs> going to drop some passes in this game. Kenny in Pittsburgh. Kenny, you're on eye on fantasy football. I need a wide receiver and a flex out of Larry Fitzgerald, Robbie Anderson, Demarius Thomas, Davis Adamson, <clears throat> or Woodhead, or I can pick up Booker. Uh, was that Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Demarius Thomas, I think, is your wide receiver. And then if you don't want to make a move, you can go with Devontae Adams. Um, you know, he's played well with Brent Hundley and, and the, the Steelers, as Adam told you a little while ago, give up production to, to wide receivers of late. Uh, but if you want to get Devontae Booker, that would probably be my, my best bet because if he does start to take off with this role, he could be uh, he could be a starter for you the rest of the way. 855-212-4CBS. Scott in Rhode Island. Scott, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. How you doing? Uh, first of all, um, side dish, I love stuffing. The way my yeah. mom used to make it, 
Nice. I'm wearing my mission ring with some some uh, Portuguese meat and, and sausage. Ah, um, sounds very good. And maybe spicy. Very good. Very good, sir. Um, it sounds I had I, I looked into Matelas Bennett, and I also have Gronk. So I'm wondering, they're going to kind of work uh, Matelas Bennett into the offense. Should I start him this week? I want to know. Well, uh, he did not practice on Friday. I believe his list is doubtful. Yeah, so he's like not going to play. He's not going to play. So this is not the week to trust Martellus Bennett. And I would probably say that you're not going to have consistent production from him week in, week out, even when he does play. So, no. 855-212-4227. Jeff in New York. Jeff, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, uh, flex standard. Uh, right now I have a questionable Amendola. I also have Alex Collins, Ginn, uh, McKissick, and I got Jordy Nelson on my bet as well. I think, you know, Collins just has going to get the touches, you know, and, and the Texans' run defense has been very good. But uh, game flow should be in the Ravens' favor. They probably should be winning this game, and he should have the chance to kill the clock in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to say he scores again, second week in a row. Have you seen the target threshold that Danny Amendola needs to meet? Eight. Five. More than five. And no, he's been... I think you're wrong there. Uh, well, I, you know what? It's possible that he has not had any games with six or seven. You know? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. So week one, seven targets. I think it's seven. Seven, six for 100. Seven, six for 42 and one. Eight, eight for 77. Nine targets, eight for 66 and one. So the games where he's had only five. So he had right, five so targets. more than five. That's what I was saying. So basically, I was saying six, but he hasn't had any games with six targets. He hasn't had any games with six so targets. So seven is what it's been. But anytime he's, anytime he's had five or fewer, he's been bad. Anytime he's had more than five, which in this case is seven or more, Amendola has been good. Hard to predict. <laughs> Hard he's to coming predict. off a game with nine, so. Yeah, hope so. Get him involved. Sandy in Florida. Sandy, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Good evening. Hello. All right. Who would you prefer, Mohamed Sanu, Devontae Parker, or Corey Davis? Uh, I got to fill in for Juju Smith-Schuster, so. Who do you like? I I'd go with Corey Davis. You know, again, good matchup. Um, it's it's one of those. Uh, here I'll tell you. I know I, I mentioned that, that they're bad against wide receivers. So they have allowed uh, a receiver to score or gain 100 receiving yards in six games in a row. So could be Decker. Maybe Taiwan Taylor gets a little bit more opportunity now. But Davis, 17 targets in his last two, 22 in his last three since he's come back from that hamstring injury. They've been trying to get him going. Maybe this is the week it happens. I will buy into matchup and scenario and situation, and he fits all those. Jamie, we got one more segment coming up, and we're going to do nothing but your phone calls. It's going to be rapid-fire phone calls. We'll get to at least 20, maybe 30, maybe 80. Who knows? But we're going to get to as many as we can. 855-212-4227 is the phone number. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. And one final segment here on Saturday night. Don't forget about the huge show coming up after us here on Fantasy Football wrapping up. But we will take a bunch of your phone calls at 855-212-4227. Listen, when it's time to replace your battery, trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to help you choose the superstar battery that's an exact fit for your vehicle. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Jamie, we're going to take a whole bunch of phone calls here. Let's get to it right now. And callers, one question, please. And let's go to Patrick in Cleveland. Patrick, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, flex, uh, flex play, must win for the last playoff spot. Duke Johnson or Danny Woodhead? 
I would go with Danny Woodhead. Uh, Duke is probably safer, but I, I just think that Danny Woodhead had the shake the rust off game. They already came out and said there's no restrictions on his playing time, so no snap count problems. And this should be a uh, game where I think you see Joe Flacco lean on him a little bit. That's one. That's one out of 30, Jamie. Here we go. Tony in Ohio, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, must win for a playoff spot. Freeman out, so I need to either start Cohen or J.D. McKissick. I would gamble on McKissick. Uh, Cohen played very well last week, but this is a tougher matchup. Um, and, and I think we'll see, uh, you know, we could see Benny Cunningham, you know, involved as well again with pass protection. So um, I, I would I would take my chances with McKissick in the matchup against the 49ers. 855 for CBS. Pat in Ohio. Pat, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What is up, fellas? I have Demarius <laughs> Thomas and Devontae Booker is on waivers. So for the rest of the season, would you rather have Alfredo Morris or Devontae Booker? C.J. Anderson makes me Snickers with his butterfingers. Bust far by far is it what you would call it. Take five, guys. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Thank you. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> every Outstanding. Week. Love every, it. Pat. Every week. It's amazing. Yeah, he's great. Um, I mean, I guess if you could drop Alfred Morris for Devontae Booker, then I would probably do that. You know, if you, I wouldn't do that. If you're allowed to do that, I, in your yeah, first of all, you probably can't. But would you really do that? Doesn't that seem like a bit of a knee-jerk reaction? Have the Cowboys given you any? Yes, they did against the one of the best run defenses in the NFL. He had, what 95 yards against the Eagles just last week. We were really excited about him going into this week. He had a dud, but we just don't know with Devontae Booker. We just don't know. I mean, what if the Cowboys decide? You know what? We haven't been doing anything offensively. Let's give Darren McFadden a try. What? I mean. That is so much less likely than Devontae Booker getting less than 10 carries this week. That is really? That's less yes. Likely? They haven't. McFadden's been completely uninvolved. Why would they do that? I don't think he's the answer. Um, hi, my name's Jerry Jones. <laughs> uh, you, you don't think that's going to happen? I would not be surprised. I, I would agree with you. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would not shock me if they say we need something different. All right. I, yeah, I don't know. I. I would like to see something from Devontae Booker. Remember that he got six games last year with a ton of carries. He averaged 3.1 Their yards per carry. Line is much better it is much better, but but we still it's not like he's been great. He's just been better than okay, CJ well, Anderson. Okay, j- just uh, again to to compare. In the last 3 games, which is what we have the sample size of Alfred Morris, they have the same amount of good games. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I still trust I you want to talk about offensive lines, there's no contest there. They just have to stay in the game so Rod Smith doesn't come in. You know, just <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. Look, it, it, I would say this: if you can drop Morris for Booker, the last thing you want to do is, if you have that ability, is to is to watch Devontae Booker go off tomorrow and say, "Oh my God, I should have picked him up." Sure. All right, eight five five two one two four CBS. Still take five best uh, best candy bar. Jonathan in Boston. Jonathan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. You might have just answered my question, but I'll give it a shot anyways. Derek Henry or CJ Anderson in the flex? I need to win out. So there was a report that came out, I believe it was today, um, I think it's the ESPN Titans site, or ESPN Titans reporter, that uh, DeMarco Murray will still be the starter. But there is some thought that after you know playing Thursday night a week ago and, and seeing what Henry has done comparatively to what Murray has done, that they may start to maybe slant a little bit or tilt a little bit toward Henry in terms of carries. So... I mean, this is this for me. It's easy. I would I would go Henry over Anderson, um, but Henry could be looking just you know just a broader conversation. Henry could be looking at a, uh, a a a bigger role moving forward, and I think it's it's something to explore. I don't think we've ever had an O Henry. Have you? Yeah, they're good. 
Okay, I'm sure they are. Peanuts, caramel, fudge. Yeah, what could be wrong about that? John in Florida. John, go. Hey, guys. Good evening. I need a flex in a standard league. I currently have a Jai in the spot, but I'm not comfortable with it. Would I be better off picking up McKissick, C.J. Anderson, Devontae Booker, or Martavis Bryant for that spot? And I do have Big Ben as my quarterback. Well, uh, I, I think if you, you know, again, can get Devontae Booker, um, it, it's it's worth the risk. And I would start him over Ajayi. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably in the minority with that, just, again, based on what we've seen. But I, I expect workload to be similar, if not in the favor of Booker. And uh, matchup is is, uh, is a good one for Booker as well. So uh, if you can find a way to get Devontae Booker on your lineup or on, on your team without dropping Jay Ajayi, I, I would try and do that. Mike in Canada. Mike, you're on eye on fantasy football. I got two. Uh, I need two flex out of this mess here. Uh, Mark Davis, Duke Jr., Blunt, Bilal Powell, Kenyon Drake, or Amari Cooper. I need two of those guys. Uh, I, I think Martavis would be one for me. Um... All right, we got Duke Johnson, Garrett Blunt, Bilal Powell, Kenyon Drake, and Amari Cooper. So it comes down to Bilal Powell and Duke Johnson. Uh, if Matt Forte is out, I'll go blah, Paul. All right, 855-212-4CBS. Mark in Boston. Mark, you're on eye on fantasy football. I know, guys. I'm looking for a wide open flex. So I got Sanders, Goodwin, Collins, and Jordy Nelson. I'd go Sanders at, at the wide receiver spot and Collins at the flex. I, you know, Sanders is risky, but the other receivers are as well. Ernesto in Massachusetts. Ernesto, welcome to the show. You're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, what's going on, guys? Jamie, you're absolutely the best, brother. And I, I just, uh, I'm looking at, uh, you know, obviously like most of our do or dies this week, but with Goff and and Breeze facing each other, I got a choice of either one of those. And I know that, you know, my head's saying Breeze, but Goff at home uh, with that defense and the way that uh, Breeze plays on the road. I mean, what's your thought of that game? Just gut feeling. I know your rankings have Breeze higher, but it's just it's, it's a must win. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I appreciate the compliment. Um, I. I... I would start Breeze personally, I, and I, but I understand you know your trepidation. Um, I, I just think that what we saw from him last week, if if he's pushed, you know, and, and if the Rams come to play, you know, I, I think Breeze will respond. Um, I, I just I, I could see Goff playing well, but you know, just the the Rams settling for field goals. You know, it, I, I know the Saints are down three guys defensively, but I, I still think that defense is, is good. You know, they may not be great, but they're good. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Josh in Dallas. Josh, go. Hey, guys. I need one flex spot in a PPR. I lost Juju yesterday, and with all the Thursday games, my only best option is Marshawn Lynch. So I'm looking to go to the white waiver wire. My choices are Muhammad Sanu and Devontae Booker and Zay Jones. Thanks. The theme of the night. Yeah, right. Devontae, <laughs> Devontae Booker better have a good game tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, for me it would be it would be Booker. I, I just uh, you have to you have to start to oh, yeah hope. <laughs> All right, come on, Booker, make it happen. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Got about five minutes left or so to get your calls in. Spencer in Atlanta, caller number ten. Spencer, go. Hey, good evening. I need you guys to help me pick two out of the four. I got Jared Cook, Martavis Bryant, Tyler Cross, Bruce Ellington. Please let me know which two you'd pick. I think the safe play is the two tight ends. I mean, you know, Croft has just an amazing matchup against Cleveland, scored twice against them. Cook has the the Broncos. They've been awful against tight ends. So 
Uh, Bryant may have the higher ceiling of all these guys, but uh, I, I mean, the, the, the ceiling's pretty high for those tight ends as well. Let's go to Dave in Chicago. Dave, you're on eye on fantasy football. All right, so Juju Smith-Schuster out. I picked up Martavius Bryant. So I start him, Brandon LaFell, or Ted Ginn. That's the full-point PPR. Uh, Ginn's been good. He just, you know, tends to disappear at times, um, especially when their run game is clicking. But I, I would play the upside card here and go Bryant. Jimmy in Tennessee. Jimmy, you're on eye on fantasy football. Uh, hey, guys, what do you expect out of Greg Olson tomorrow against the Jets? I think you're hoping for a touchdown. Um, you know, he, he could be very good. The Jets, you know, defense is kind of middle of the pack against tight ends. So uh, hopefully he doesn't have that, you know, rust game, you know, shake off the rust game. So if he's your only tight end, you start him. If you have somebody like a Tyler Croft or can get Tyler Croft and carry two tight ends, I'd go that route. Same thing with Jared Cook. Um, and same thing with Jack Doyle. You know, so he's uh, he's a low-end starting option for me. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ryan in New Hampshire. Ryan, go. Hey, uh, PPR League. Uh, I got Marshawn Lynch um, or Danny Woodhead or J.D. McKissick. I, I think Woodhead will have a uh, you know five to seven catch game, probably five carries as well. Uh, and so just given what his role is in PPR, I would go with him. Let's go to Neil in Cleveland. Neil, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Not much. No pressure. Called you a couple weeks ago. Your advice got me a loss. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Half-point PPR league uh, running back. Uh, theme of the night, of course, uh, Booker, um, Jamal Williams, Duke Johnson, or Jordan, uh, Jordan Howard. I need two. Yeah, I'm sure that was a Dave uh, show. So um, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would go with uh, with Howard and Booker. Howard and Booker. Okay, Will in Cleveland. Back to Cleveland. Cleveland is uh, rocking tonight. Will, what's up? Yeah, Cleveland rocks. Hey, um, <laughs> a standard league, we got a quarterback, Roethlisberger or Ryan, and then also with my flex, I got Hooper or uh, Stills. Uh, I would go with Big Ben. Uh, playing at home against Packers should be great. And then Stills and Matt Moore uh, has been a very good rapport. Thank you very much, Will. Logan in Pennsylvania. Number again, 855-212-4227. Let's go real fast now. Logan in Pennsylvania, go. Yeah, it's a PPR league. I've got Mike Wallace. I have uh, Dion Lewis or Danny Woodhead. Uh, I would rank them Dion Lewis, Mike Wallace, Danny Woodhead. Albert in Florida. Oh, is this Albert the Florida Gator? Albert, you're on eye on fantasy football. Albert? Yeah, hi. Hey, man. Um, I have a, a tight end, uh, Greg Olsen or Deloitte. I'm sorry, Olsen or who? Uh, Deloitte. Delaney? Yeah, Delaney, sorry. There you <laughs> go. No problem. Delaney Walker or Greg Olsen? I thought that was from the Lego movie, Leloid. Um, <laughs> go with Delaney Walker. All right, 855-212-4227. Mike in Pittsburgh. Mike, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. All right, do or die. I got Marietta or Cam Newton. Uh, do Cam Newton. <laughs> Jay in Miami. Jay, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, so I was going to go with um, Vernon Davis or Croft, and I ended up picking both tight ends, and I put Croft as my uh, flex. So obviously I got Brandon with Davis, but it is what it is. But the point I was trying to make was Davis burned all of us, and we thought he was a tight end number one. It is true. We are very bad at him right now. 
Uh, thank you, Jay. Uh, all right, so we seriously we got about a minute left, so I just want a question and an answer. Corey in Tennessee, go. I got a flex point PPR Devin Funches for Jay Ajayi. Uh, I, I, you got to like what Funches has done, so Funches. Murphy in Illinois. Murphy, go. All right, check it out. Uh, for my flex, um, Mike Wallace or Tariq Coheen. Um, Mike PPR. Wallace. Yeah, Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. Uh, Steven, Rhode Island. Steve, Mike Wallace. Go. Was that bad hey, boys? Uh, Mariota or Alex Smith at quarterback? Uh, go with Mariota. Mariota. All right. And Mason in Alabama. Take it home, Mason. Oh, yeah. I'm calling about wide receiver. I need to start either uh, Larry Fitzgerald or Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I, I'd go Fitzgerald, even though with a tough matchup. Oh, my gosh. We got Zach in Maryland. Bonus call. Zach, go. Hey, okay. So uh, quick here. I got. Um, Devontae Parker, Stills, uh, T.Y. Hilton, and, uh, yeah, out of those three, I need two. Who do you choose? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton and Stills, just two big uh, blow-up spot type of guys. And we love Cleveland so much, Richard. The music's playing. Go, what's your question? Jamal Williams or Frank Gore? Uh, Jamal Williams. All right, thank you, Richard. You're our last caller. JB, thank you, my man. Yippee-ki-yay. All right, that's it for Ion Fantasy Football. The huge show's coming up next. We got fantasy football today, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern until kickoff. And if you liked our show, you can check out our podcast, Fantasy Football Today. Uh, we've got, uh, got all the thank yous to give out. By the way, that Fantasy Football Today is until noon here on CBS Sports Radio. So Jamie Eisenberg, thanks to him for the great advice. Stu Kovacs, Connor Green behind the glass. As always, we want to thank our listeners. You guys are the best. Thanks so much for listening and for calling over the last couple of hours. We've had a great time. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everybody, and good luck in Week 12.